Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Come in. Welcome. I'm Tammy Grimes. Subtext is a word coming into much literary usage these days. The word meaning what it says it means. Today, a story derived from the great Anton Chekhov. His depictions of people and their problems is as much under the skin as on it. He begins the story with a simple problem facing uncomplicated people. But life is complex, and in Chekhov's work, tragedy is the subtext. As the author himself warned, if a gun is hanging on the wall in the first act, it must fire in the last. We shall see how long it takes for that to happen. Mashenka, everything in life happens too late. Look at this pistol. Yes? I keep it in my pocket. It reassures me, gives me a sense of peace to carry a loaded revolver. Do you understand? No, I don't understand. With this, I have power. I can destroy either someone else or myself. Oh, so you must not even think that. It's wicked. Nothing is so terrible you cannot live with it. Our mystery drama, The Brooch, is based on a tale by Anton Chekhov and adapted especially for the mystery theater by G. Frederick Lewis. It stars Paul Hecht and Patricia Elliott. I shall return shortly with Act One. Russia before the revolution. A small village where the landed gentry rule. The place? A small tavern in that small village where every evening friends gather to exchange insults and drink vodka. Like Igor, the local peace officer. And Andre, who is footman for the wealthiest family in town. Hey, those Kushkins you work for. Don't talk to me about the Kushkins. I've known Nikolai for years, and I still can't stand him. Flabby, weak-eyed, always twitching. And Fedosia, his wife, uh, I grant you, Igor, but my father used to say the same thing. I followed in his footsteps. That's how I became a footman. Ah, uh, that Fedosia, she's fat, ugly. You ask yourself, must a woman with all that money look and act like a fishwife? Igor, you are fortunate. You are the only peace officer in the village, and you don't have to report to anyone. You are the law. I have no such choice. My point is, Andre, not that they're an unappetizing couple, but I'm always suspicious of people who live well and do nothing. My master doesn't need to work. He already has money. Uh, that's what happens when you're born in the right bed. Uh, he won't have it for very long. The way he gambles it away. Oh? Who tells you that? Grigor, the station master. He tells me. He tells you what? That your master, Nikolai Sergeyevich Kushkin, goes to Moscow twice a week. 
Does that make him a gambler? Well, whatever he does with his money, he has none when he returns. The conductor of the train from Moscow always has to collect the fare from Grigor. Sometimes even Grigor has to carry Nikolai home. No, I never heard of that. <laughs> Madame Kushkin would have a fit if she knew her husband gambled. You know why? Because she controls the purse strings. She always says it's her money and she'll never let Nikolai forget it. Igor, I don't understand you. You've known Nikolai Kushkin for many years, but you object to him escaping to Moscow to have a good time? Uh, well, what I don't like is that he always carries a pistol with him. If he gets angry enough, one of these days it will go off. Shut the door! You're letting the cold in! I'm sorry. Igor, look. It's a young lady. Is it? What is she doing in here? Women aren't allowed in a tavern. Yes, perhaps she's lost. I beg your pardon, but I wonder if someone could help me. Yes, glad to. Sure, glad to, my child. Uh, please uh, put your suitcase down, miss. No one will take it from you here. I'm always afraid. I've had it in my hand for the two days I was traveling. People steal, you know. Not with me around. Let me introduce myself. Igor Igorovich. I am the peace officer here. Mr. Igorovich, could you direct me to the house of Nikolai Kushkin? Ah, you must be the new governess for the children. Are you employed in the household? Permit me to introduce myself. Andrei Vorotov, I am the footman. I shall be happy to direct you. Igor, my duty lies in assisting this young lady. I must leave. Uh, not so fast, Andrei. Who is paying for the two vodka? I'll pay you tomorrow. Mademoiselle, please. So every other day, Mashenka, you will bring the coal for the fires and sweep the stairs and duties we have discussed. But principally, I'm regarding you as the governess for my two little ones. French and music, the most important. Yes, Madame Kushkin. Your references as a teacher are excellent. And you look like a strong girl. Sweeping and carrying coal should be no problem. I'll have you shown to your room. Hand me that bell, will you? I'm not going to ring it for you. Ring it for yourself. Uh, uh, yes, Madame. Oh, not that way. Ring with authority. Here, let me have it. Nothing happens around here if one isn't firm. You're right, my dear. Not for you. Go away. That is my husband. You'll have very little to do with him. I don't know how he spends his time. I'm told he goes to Moscow. I have to run the estates. Oh, where is everybody? Mademoiselle, I shall make a confidant of you. My two children are stupid. If they weren't stupid, we wouldn't be changing governesses so often. My husband is not stupid. He wishes me to think he is stupid. But I'm up to his tricks. Madame, should you be telling me all this? Why not? That's the way I am. After all, I have engaged you to be the children's governess. Now that means trust. I trust you. Why shouldn't I tell you my husband's weakness? What could you do with the information? In any case, you'd be too frightened to do anything. They're all too frightened. But not Nikolai. Secretive, yes. But not frightened. You, uh, rang, madame? Andre. Ha! I rang, yes. 
But now I'm talking. Go away. Wait outside the door. I shall send Mademoiselle out, and you will show her to her room. Yes, madame. Idiots all. But as I say, not Nikolai, my husband. He labors under delusion. He married me for my money, and now he thinks I shall let him kill me. Kill me! <laughs> if anyone dies in this house, it will be him, not me. Um, Mademoiselle, this is your room. I hope you will like it. I'm not sure I wish to stay. Your mistress? Oh, she's a very peculiar lady. It's a very peculiar house. I grew up here when my father was footman. Now, they sent him to their house in Moscow, and I am here, but... It's strange. Very strange. Tell me. What are the children like? Well, there's Anya. She's ten, and Sergei, he is twelve. They are very, um, <clears throat> quiet children. Oh. oh, this is a nice room. Yes, uh, I, uh, brought up your bag. Oh, uh, thank you. Do you know what Madame Kushkin told me? That people take advantage of her because she has money? She said that her husband wants to kill her. <laughs> That's nonsense. She's a wicked woman to tell such tales. The master, <laughs> he wouldn't hurt a flea. Well, then why would she say such a thing? My friend Igor, the peace officer, thinks that she says it on purpose so that if anyone is shot or hurt in this house, the master would be blamed. She tells everyone he carries a revolver with him always. Oh, I don't like this. How can a wife treat her own husband like that? Well, um, are, um, are you married, mademoiselle? No. No, I, I am not. I am not either. I'm glad you're here. It's good to have a sensible person in the house. You know, you are the third governess... In three months. Oh, what happened to the other two? Uh, each left after two weeks, and then it took another two weeks to find one. Oh, well, I shall decide if I stay or go in one week. I need the work, but my intuition tells me that I'm not going to be happy here. Oh, Mademoiselle Mashenka, I hope you will be. I'll, um, I'll leave you now to get settled in, and please, remember, if you need any assistance... Andrei Vorotov, at your service. Mademoiselle, may I speak with you? Oh, oh, oh. you startled me, Mr. Kushkin. I, I was just going into my room. Uh, yes, I didn't have a chance to speak to you at dinner. I'm sorry I was late, but the children took me longer to put to bed. You know, the first time... Oh, yes, yes, I'm sure they will like their new governess. Once they get used to her. I do hope so. Oh, they've never had such a young and pretty governess before. Oh, yes, yes. Nikolai! Nikolai, where are you? Oh, I know this sounds peculiar, but my wife, she's uh, rather strange. Would you mind if I went into your room for a moment? I would rather she didn't see me talking to you. Oh, what am I thinking? What am I doing? It's my house. How could I let myself get into such a state? Oh, she has me turning, twisting. Please, 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 forgive me. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> Fedosia has about driven me out of my mind. Oh, no, forgive me. 
Here you have just arrived, and already I'm pouring my heart out. And you're practically a stranger. Mademoiselle, I don't even know your name. Fedosia, she tells me nothing. Ah, uh, Mashinka Pavletsky, sir. Oh, no, no, you don't have to say sir to me. Mashinka. Oh, a pretty name. I regard you a... I can see it in your face. I regard you a kindred spirit, and I know you will be a wonderful governess for the children. Oh, yes, I hope. I am to teach French and music. Yes, teach everything, everything. Instill in little Anya how to act with people, how not to be selfish. If only someone had taught my wife that when she was little. Uh, it's too late now. Everything in life happens too late. Do you see this? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, no, 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 I am not pointing this gun at you. I keep it in my pocket, always loaded. It gives me a sense of uh, peace. Understand? No. No, I don't understand. It is always loaded. That way I know I have power over my life. I can either destroy myself or someone else. Oh, sir, you must not even think that. It's wicked. Nothing is so terrible you cannot live with it. There is terror in this house. Terror and anger. And for your sake, Mashenka, I pray there won't be tragedy and heartbreak. It's been said of Chekhov's dramatic works that they are more effective said and heard than read. But Chekhov treats the spoken thought as a composer treats a symphony. I liken the crescendo of emotion we just heard to a crescendo in music, echoing the desperateness of a man. However, this is only the end of the first act. Chekhov's symphonic story isn't over yet. A curtain of tragedy hangs over the house, and Mashenka, the new governess, senses it. Fedosia Kushkin rules the roost, but her husband carries with him a loaded pistol. The atmosphere is explosive, and to retreat, Mashenka goes to the roof to count the stars. May I join you, Mashenka? Oh, who is it? Andrei Orotov, the footman. The stars are very bright tonight, aren't they? Oh, yes. Night is the best time for me. When I've put the children to bed and all is quiet, I come up here to the roof and I think those stars are shining on my parents. Your mother and father are both alive? Oh, yes. And my father is. Are they very far away? Oh, yes. In the Crimea. Oh, how pretty it is down there in the garden. All blue shadows. Can't you sleep at night? Very little. Oh, this first week has been like a nightmare. Why, Mashenka? Why is that? I cannot say. Now, why didn't you tell me all this before? I... I didn't know who to talk to, Andre. I've been thinking of writing my parents, asking if I could leave this place and come back home, but it's my first very good position. I don't like to run away. You... You hear noises at night. Is 
Is that what keeps you awake? Yes. Don't you sense the death in the air? The master and his gun. Oh, it terrifies me. Yes, I tell myself he's not serious. I think with a gun in his pocket, he can reassure himself he is still the head of the household. Because his wife has the money under her control doesn't mean she has also enslaved him. Do you understand? But if it's just a pose, why? Perhaps it's just his way. After all, who isn't a little peculiar? (laughs) Shh, shh, look. Down there in the garden. Do you... Do you see someone moving? No, I'm, I'm not sure. Draw back. It may be the master. I don't want him to look up here and, and see us. It is him. He's got the gun in his hand. He's pointing at it, his own head. No, don't. Don't. Please, don't. tell you, Igor, it was touch and go. This happened last Monday, and you're only just now telling me five days later? It was Mashenka. She wasn't sure what she saw. She asked me to say nothing. I, I can't believe Nikolai put a gun to his own head. <laughs> and missed. You saw him fire it? Well, I didn't actually, but Mashenka says she did. If she hadn't cried out in alarm... He might not have missed. Uh, I, I don't know that this is a police matter. You told the governess she was mistaken. He was probably taking a shot at some new night animal. I said to her there's really no reason why the master who has everything a man could wish for should dream of doing such a thing. Andre, Andre, as a friend, I ask you to watch carefully what Nikolai Kushkin does. Maybe there is something. If anything strange or suspicious happens, I'll notify you right away. I recommend you do that. Remember, if Nikolai's gun goes off in the wrong direction, you might find yourself not only out of a job, but out of this world as well. Mashenka. Don't go to your room just yet. Uh, Would you like to go to the kitchen for a cup of tea? Oh, it's much too early for tea. Why? Why are you stopping me from going into my room? I don't think you should... Uh, Please, Mashenka, please, I I beg you. No, 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 it's wicked. Stop what you're up to. Don't do that. Be quiet, you stupid man. I know what I'm doing. Mashenka, don't go in. Come back. (sighs) You see, she's here. Now what? Now what? What? What are you doing in my room? Oh, oh, this is, this is, this is horrible, tactless. What are you both doing in my room? It's uh, stupid. How can one hold up one's head in this house any longer? Madame, those are all my things on the floor. Oh, what are you putting back into my sewing bag? I, uh, I upset it accidentally. My sleeve caught in it. Just putting things back. Please, madame, may I? I'd rather do that myself. Just... Please, leave everything alone. Yes, yes, of course. I'm sorry. It, it, it was clumsy. Oh, those are my own private letters, if you don't mind. I hope I haven't inconvenienced you. I'll go now. Andre, haven't you anything better to do than stand in the doorway, gawking? Look at the time. It will be dinner, and I expect you in the dining room at your post. <sighs> That's good she's gone. Oh, Mashenka, I, 
I didn't want you to see this. I don't understand. This is my room. What were they doing here? I wish this hadn't happened. What hadn't happened? What was she doing in here? And the master, how he ran out so red in the face. Well, when he's excited, he always gets red in the face. Oh, look here. The drawer of my table. Why is it open? Uh, excuse me. What are you picking up? Oh, my money box. It's been forced open. I had ten kopecks of my own money in it. And stamps. Uh, are, are, are they all there? Oh, yes. Oh, but look at the lock, all scratched. And look, everywhere. Everything thrown about. My linen basket. Oh, this isn't the way I folded my clothes. The bed is pulled apart. Oh, oh Mashenka, Mashenka, are, are, are you all right? I mean, could, could I get you some water? Why were they here? What were they looking for? You were out with the children all day. You didn't know. Didn't know what? The mistress has lost a brooch worth 2,000. Lost? But that doesn't explain... This is my room. They have been searching everyone, mademoiselle. The two maids, the cook. Oh, horrible. Oh, horrible to be suspected of that. And Mikhailo, the porter, she searched him herself. Oh, it's a disgrace. Are you sick? It's all right, it's all right, Mashenka. They found nothing here. To break in here. It is insulting. So mean, so low. What right has she to suspect me and go rummaging in my things and breaking into my money box? Even though you are teaching their children, Mashenka, you are still a servant. Oh, I cannot stand this. It's too humiliating. Andre, I'm leaving this house no, now. No, 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 please, you cannot. Uh, think, think. If you go, they will really believe you have stolen the brooch. You, you, you are running away. It's, it's suspicious. But how can they trust me to take care of their children and in the same breath suspect me of stealing... I am well-educated, the daughter of a teacher. Please, Mashenka, don't upset yourself over it. It'll all be all right. It, 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 it's happened before. Things are always missing, and Madame Kushkin is always accusing everyone. How demeaning. Mademoiselle, please. It will be dinner time, and we must all go downstairs and behave as if nothing had happened. Oh, there's Madame ringing. I'm wanted in the kitchen to help the cook prepare dinner. You'll come down when dinner is served, please. I don't know how I can sit there and pretend nothing has happened. Shall I set a place for you? Oh, I don't wish to think about it. I, I, I have to put the children to bed first. All aboard. All right, go ahead, engineer. You may start up. No passengers on this trip. All the doors are closed. Wait. Lady, lady, where are you going? Stand back. I must get on that train. Help me on. I can't stop the train. It's moving, lady. Oh, let go of me. The doors are locked, lady. You'll fall. You'll be killed. Help! Oh, oh where am I? Uh, Lord be praised. She's come too. You are a fortunate young woman. You fainted, and I caught you as you fell from the train. This is the waiting room. Uh, that's a nasty bruise on your arm. You almost fell under the wheels. Have you no sense? Are you the station master? Yes, I am. Grigor Pavlovich at your service. When, tell me, is the next train from Moscow? <laughs> the day after tomorrow. Oh, 
I missed the last train for Moscow for two days? Yes, yes, lady, you did, and you might have lost your life. Oh, what am I going to do? Well, you come back that night after tomorrow night, and don't ever again try jumping onto a train that's moving. Oh, but I... I can't go on living at the Kushkins. I can't spend another night there. Yes, yes, that's a very difficult family. Especially Madame Fedosa. Oh, she's impossible. She's horrible. I won't go back there. I don't know what to tell you. My wife would be happy to put you up. Plenty of room. How do you feel? Hello there, uh, Someone outside with a lantern. Uh, it's our policeman. Please, hide me. I don't want to go back. No one is going to make you do anything. Come in, Igor. Oh, he's come to arrest me. Igor, you know this young lady? Of course I do. We met the day she arrived. Mademoiselle Mashenka Pavlyetsky. Yeah, she tried to get onto the Moscow train after it had started and she fell, but... No injuries, no injuries, thank the good Lord. Uh, Mademoiselle, your employer is looking for you. He says his wife accused you of stealing, but he knows it is not true. I think you should come back to the Kushkins and we shall face them. No, I can't, I can't. Oh, you must stand up and not run away. Too often I am called upon to apprehend in the name of the law. This time I shall protect. Shall we go? If there are suspicions, I have a mind to add a few of my own. I must say I'm quite surprised, Igor. She was at the railway station. Now, the least you could have done was to arrest her. What for, Madame Kushkin? What for? Theft! Theft! Madame Kushkin, there is absolutely no proof she has taken anything. The young lady is innocent. Remember, this is not the first time jewelry of yours has disappeared. Each time you accuse the staff, and another governess is sent away. You must stop this behavior. Igor, you don't believe me? You think I'm making all this up? All I know is whatever is lost or stolen is never found. This child might have lost her life over it. It's not the 2,000. I cannot put up with thieves in my house. To steal from me is such ingratitude. Oh, you two can eat your dinner if you like. I'm not hungry. I'm leaving. Nikolai... I have been meaning to talk to you about something for some time. Don't carry that pistol with you anymore. I don't carry it always. Besides, what I do on my own land is my business. Guns are police business also. But I heard what happened in your garden, and it worries me. Since you know, you might as well know why. I was very unhappy. I am very unhappy. Firing a gun at yourself solves nothing. For me, it would solve everything. Are you religious? Of course. The Lord himself has made specific reference to self-destruction. It is a mortal sin. Igor. Igor, you are a good friend. I don't know what to do anymore. Something must be done to make this house a, a place to, to live in. Can you help me with Fedosia? I will try. Now, give me your gun. Oh, 
The great art of Anton Chekhov is not that he merely reflects man's actions, but that he holds up to nature an accurate, enlarging mirror and asks you to pass your own judgment. For instance, is Fedosia such a martinet, or is she suspicious and angry because she no longer respects her husband? And Nikolai's pistol, is it his only weapon against his own failure and weakness? Think about that. I shall be back shortly with Act Three. same day in the Kushkin household. Fedosia has retired to her room. Nikolai paces the floor of the dining room and then, unable to bear the knowledge that the young governess, Mashenka, is in her room in such distress, he mounts the stairs and knocks on her door. Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle Mashenka. It is I. It is I, Nikolai Kushkin. Mademoiselle, it is of the utmost importance I speak to you. Please open your door. Yes. Oh, I, I hope I uh, don't disturb you. What is it you want, sir? Uh, please, may I come in? What I have to say will not take long, but I would prefer uh, not to say it standing out here in the hall. Yes, very well. Uh, what are you doing? I am packing my things. You are definitely going? Yes. Tomorrow I will take my suitcase to the station master. He has offered to let me stay with his wife at their house. Ah, Grigor is a very charitable man. You leave so soon? Tomorrow morning? There is a train the day after. Oh, forgive me, Nikolai Sergeyevich. But I cannot remain in your house. Oh, I am so saddened you have no idea. It was all a, a terrible misunderstanding. No. No, it wasn't. I was suspected of being a common criminal, and I shall never forget or forgive that. No, no, it wasn't meant. Sometimes Fedosia says things without meaning them. <laughs> what a crime it would be to lose you. You are so well-educated, Mashenka. The children already love you. <laughs> I was, and I am. Deeply hurt and insulted by the search of my room. Oh, yeah, I, I, I understand that. And you have a right to be. But you are wrong to go. Why go now? This room was examined. All right. It, it, it's over now. The brooch, well, so be it. It's over. What does it matter to you? Uh, how are you worse off because of it? I cannot make you understand. Now, if you will allow me, I wish to be alone and pack my clothes. No, 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 wait, wait, Please. wait. And besides, I don't feel safe in this house. Oh, it's because of the other night, isn't it? You thought I was going to do away with myself, didn't you? I, I don't remember what I thought. Oh, no, no, I heard you cry out. I, I stepped into the shadows. I saw you and Andre come into the garden. But you see, I was, I was very afraid. <laughs> and then Andre went away and you stayed in the garden and I came out. See, <laughs> no wounds, no wounds anywhere. Oh, I was so relieved. And you agreed to say nothing. I tell you now as I told you then. It was an accident. The gun went off because I had not put the catch in place. Anyway, that's over now. I gave my gun to Igor. He asked for it. He was also afraid that I would do some harm. 
You have no other? Oh, yes, I do. These pistols are made in pairs. You see, so you could try again. Oh, no, no, I won't, I won't. I tell you, if you promise me you will stop all this and remain in the house, I'll go fetch my gun and give it to you. Oh, Nikolai Sergeyevich, I don't know. A bargain. We make a bargain. You, you stay here, stay here. I, I don't leave your room. I shall be back in a few moments. Mashenka. Andre. I've been looking everywhere for you. And then I remembered the roof. You have no idea how upset I've been. I haven't seen you since you were almost killed trying to get onto the Moscow train. Oh, Andre, what can I do? I cannot stay here. Every time I hear the madame's voice, I feel sick. And just now, he came to my room, the master, Nikolai Sergeyevich, and begged me to stay. Where is he now? He went to get a pistol. There were two in a set. One he's given to the police. He tried to make me promise if he gave me the second gun, I would stay. But I cannot stay. I cannot. He won't find it. He won't find his other pistol? Why not? Because I have it. I knew where he kept it in the library. I've hidden it away. Oh, why did you? For your sake. While you are still here, Mashenka, I want you to be safe. A master who carries a gun with him is dangerous. So I took it. If he can't find the second gun, then I'm free. I can go back to my room and get ready to go. There's no bargain anymore. So you are definitely leaving? Oh, yes. Mashenka, I wish I could come with you. Can you... Can you cook? Yes, of course. Oh, but I never let on to the Kushkins. They'd have me in the kitchen as well, sweeping the stairs, carrying the call and teaching French and music. Yes. If we apply for work together, you could cook and be a governess, and I could be the houseman. I'm very good with machinery, too. I I've worked on a farm. I know how to plow. Dreams. Oh, Andre. <gasps> Such dreams. <gasps> but now, I must go to my room. You won't leave before we talk further. I shall ask for a carriage to take me to the station master's house. He said I could stay with his wife until the day after tomorrow when the next Moscow train leaves. Yes, a carriage. And I shall be driving it. Oh. But be sure you ask for it. Tonight? What time? Whenever you like. I shall have the horses all hitched up. I I'll be waiting in the barn. I... I don't understand it. I, I looked everywhere. The case for the two is there, but the pistol is gone. Do you suppose Fedosia took it? I don't know. Please, don't follow me about in my room. I must put my things together. Uh, then the agreement is off. Of, of course it's off, because I have no pistol to give you. But it doesn't change anything. I still beg you to remain. Please, Nikolai Sergeyevich, I want to go in an hour. May I have a carriage? Oh, yes, 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 of course. Anything, Mashenka. You have only to ask. If you're so offended, if you like, I am ready... Apologize. Oh, oh, no, it wouldn't be fitting. A master does not apologize to a servant. Who told you that? You are not a servant. I entrust to you the education of my children. Not to a servant, a friend, perhaps. I, I don't have any more to say. Oh, is I ask your pardon. You say nothing. My apologies are not enough for you. Please, Nikolai, 
Mr. Gage, you are making it more difficult, not easier. Oh, she behaved wretchedly. I admit it as a gentleman. Please, you promised me the carriage. You will keep that promise. You want to have this rankling hair in my chest, under my heart? You want conscience to oh, torment me? Nikolai Sergeyevich, I know it's not your fault. Why should you worry yourself? Oh, I entreat you, Mashenka. Don't go away. What is it you want? You want me to go down on my knees to you? There. There, there my knees. Are you satisfied? Oh, please, Nikolai Sergeyevich, please get up. Don't do that. Get up from the floor. What if someone should come in? I don't care. I am at the bottom of life. I have nothing to lose. I will. I will stay tonight. Please, I will stay if you'll just get up. Tonight? All right. That's something you don't understand. Your pride is wounded. I have pride, too. But you don't take that into account. Or do you want me to tell you what I wouldn't tell the priest? Your pride is wounded. I have pride, too. But you don't take that into account. Or do you want me to tell you what I wouldn't tell the priest at confession? Oh, please, Nikolai, please. You want me to tell you what I won't tell the priest on my deathbed? No, no. I took my wife's brooch. Is it enough? Are you satisfied? Oh, yes. I took it. Oh, sir. I cannot now remain here another minute. There is nothing to wonder at. It's an everyday story. You see, I had a life to live. I must have some little pleasure. You know, I go to Moscow to be away from here, from her. A little happiness at a time. Please, Nikolai Sergeyevich, I wish you would go. I don't want to hear all this. No, no, you must. Oh, you must. I need money, and she won't give it to me. She takes all the income from the farms, the peasants, what we sell, everything. It was my father's money that bought this house and everything in it. It's all mine. That brooch, it belonged to my mother. My mother. Fedosia had nothing. Her family had nothing. We married. I was weak. Oh, I see it now. And she took possession of everything. I, I can't put the law against her, my own wife. So, there it is. My dear little Mashenka, I beg you most earnestly to overlook it. Unpack. Stay on. No. Please. Leave me alone. I entreat you. Well, God bless you. I have to admit I admire people who can still feel resentment. It's bound to be so. Yes, 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 of course. I'm ready now. I'm all packed. Please, you will order the carriage. Yes, yes. Go. Well, I, I will order it. Go. I can't stare a step, but you can go. Nikolai Sergeyevich! Oh, I must go now. She called. Oh, Mashenka, please reconsider. You might as well say, really, in the evenings I could come and, and have a talk with you. Literature, languages, music. You shake your head. Oh, please. If you go, there won't be a human face in the house. Oh, oh, it's awful. <laughs> I see the 
train, Andre. And the train sees you, Mashenka. Oh, oh, those last moments in my room with him were so awful. Imagine a man like that begging me, apologizing to me. He has no significance in the household. What significance could his apologies have? You know, I wanted so much to help him, but I could not. Yes, yes. Goodbye, dear lady. Igor, uh, have you met Mashenka Pavlovsky? She was the governess of the Kushki. Uh, yes, yes. We are introduced at least once a day. Uh, Andre, you are wearing your Sunday suit. You're, you're going to? Yes, Igor. We decided to try our luck together. Oh, goodbye. Oh, goodbye, dear Gregor. And please, thank your wife for me. Goodbye, Gregor. Wish us good fortune. May the Lord watch over the both of you. (laughs) Goodbye, Igor. I shall never forget you. I hope you find employment with nice people. There must be some of them left in Russia. curtain on the story by Anton Chekhov is as impossible as ringing it down on life itself. It cannot be done. The people, the events, the memories pursue us. We are left wondering, did Fedosha ever become a kinder human being? Did her husband Nikolai find peace without having to use a gun? And the young couple, uncertain they made a good life for themselves, I shall return shortly. If you've been...